Welcome back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, guys. The athlete development podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as learn the business side of sports. I'm your host, Tola Ugunlewe, and this is episode 661. Nobody controls your destiny but you. Learn to segment your emotions and learn how to win and accept defeat. When you talk about the greats in the world of golf, male or female, she'll definitely be in that conversation. During her 25-year career, she won three major titles and 48 LPGA events. Today on the show, the legend, Nancy Lopez. When you talk about the best yearly performance by an athlete, you're usually talking about experienced stars. So athletes who have been there, done that, so to speak. They're in their groove, they're approaching their prime, things like that. You know, it's just like when Serena Williams won the Serena Slam in tennis, you know, so she won all the major Grand Slams at the same time in a year. Or when Novak Djokovic, within a 12-month span, held all the four major tennis events at the same time. Or when Tiger Woods won three of the four majors in golf in a particular year. But you see, when you achieve such a feat in your first full season as a professional golfer, it tells you everything you need to know. You see, for those who knew her, it wasn't strange. At the age of 15 and 17, she had won the US Girls Junior title in golf. As an 18-year-old amateur, she finished second in the Women's US Open in 1975. She would proceed to college a year later in 1976 at the University of Tulsa where she continued to show her brilliance and talent. In her first year, she was named an All-American and Female Athlete of the Year. She was too good, so she had to turn pro. She left college after her sophomore year and in her first full season as a pro on the LPGA Tour. She won nine tournaments, including five tournaments in a row. Of course, those nine tournaments included her first major title, which was at the Women's PGA Championship. She was named Rookie of the Year, LPGA Player of the Year, and Associated Press Female Athlete of the Year. She did all of that all of that in her first full season as a professional golfer. Many have called that season the best performance ever by a golfer. Literally, she was Tiger Woods before there was any Tiger Woods. So you know how Tiger Woods, you know, used to absolutely destroy. When he burst onto the scene, you know, he used to destroy everybody. The guy would win by 10 strokes or 10 shots. He would win by five, like ridiculous margins. That's exactly what Nancy Lopez did. The following year, after that her rookie season, she won eight titles again. Like eight titles again. Now she was on a roll. And of course, like I said, she won in her rookie season that first major, the LPGA Championship. She would win the title two more times in 1985 and 1989 she achieved all of this 
despite the fact that she had to step away from the game several times to have children. Perhaps her biggest disappointment was that she was not able to win the US Open. So probably the most coveted of the golf majors she wasn't able to win. And of course, she came runner-up four times, just so close. But yet, so far, on the PGA Tour itself, she was absolutely dominant. 48 titles she won over the course of her career. In 1987, she was inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame. Today, she's a mentor, guys. And there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Nancy Lopez. So, in researching Nancy and looking at all the things that she did, you know, all the amazing things that she did in golf, you see, one thing that is very difficult for you to find um, about some great athletes, I won't say all the great athletes, about some great athletes, is the kind of adoration they have from their fellow superstars. You know, it, it's usually, if I'm being honest, it's usually very difficult. You know, so it's just like Floyd Mayweather in golf. You're not going to hear people say all good things about him. You know, any even over Djokovic in tennis, you have people who, you know, have certain feelings and all of that. But you see, one thing that you could never take away from Nancy Lopez was that she was liked. You know, she was that person who primarily was focused on being a good person before you even then start talking about sports or being an athlete and and all of that you know and i was reading how you know she mentors young golfers now she would get their telephone number she would call them like oh absolutely amazing the first lesson guys that i want you to learn from her is nobody controls your destiny but you nobody controls your destiny but you now obviously since nancy was the age of 12 you know there had been talk about her you know she grew up in new mexico you know she had she had been doing amazing things and by the time she was 15 and 17 she won the junior titles u.s titles you know in golf so people had known about her now there were certain people at img so img of course one of the uh, biggest brands when it comes to sports development talent development and all of that they put together an event where they invited um, coaches you know to come watch you know some of the young golfers up and coming golfers you know let's come and see what it is they can do and of course nancy lopez was one of the f- people that was invited you know to that showcase or that trial if you want to call it that you know she goes in there you know swings hits the ball does you know all the things that the organizers wanted her to do now one of the guys i can't remember if he was one leading the team or he was one who put it together you know said to some of the other people that were there he said she she's never going to amount to anything like she, she can't make it in golf you know literally just forget about it guess what the following year after that event that was when she turned pro and the year after that that was a first full season where she won nine titles that year five of them in a row she won her first major title at the lpga championships and of course she won rookie of the year she won lpga player of the year and of course she won associated press female athlete of the year within the space of close to two years roughly two years that someone had said she would never make it in that spot obviously the guy comes back and he's like of course i was dead wrong so he didn't have to wait 10 years 15 years like literally he found out immediately guys nobody controls your destiny but you you see anybody can see anything and you see this is where your strategy and a plan comes in you know this is where 
the vision you create for yourself is key this is where the kind of goals you're setting for yourself is key and of course that's why i've said so many times that you need to get goal setting mastery you need to get goal setting mastery so that literally literally point blank you get to the point where you know how to set goals as an athlete and of course you take that control in your hands you know so once you have that physical aspect sorted obviously you need the mental part to also be in on in shape on form whichever one you want to call it then that strategy and a plan is absolutely key so you see nancy goes to that tournament and of course the guy you know talking gibberish she's not going to make it she's not and she's like okay no problem let's see how it goes you know not long after she had an absolutely dominant season many have dis- have defined that season as one of the best seasons an athlete has ever had in the world of golf nine tournaments five tournaments in a row she won in that year so what is it that people have said about you what is it that people have said to you as it relates to your career you're never going to amount to anything you're never going to be able to make it you are too small you are too short you are too this and of course um, i was watching the um uh, the playing tournament which of course earns teams the right to get into the playoffs um in the nba currently in 2021 and of course i just remembered uh, something i had read about steph curry you know so when they did like an assessment of him um um you know just to determine what his prospects were coming into the nba and of course he said look he's too small um he's never really going to amount to much yes he can shoot three pointers you know but with the way the league is so competitive he's never going to get the chance to even shoot the three pointers you know and things that i guess what steph curry currently vying for mvp this season as one of the greatest shooters in the game same thing guys with tom brady in the nfl you know when they were doing the nfl combines in preparation for the nfl draft in 2000 i think it was you know and they were like look he doesn't have the ability to avoid the rush he doesn't have this he's not strong he doesn't throw a tight spiral they had all these things that they had said about him but guess what goes on seven super bowl rings and of course he's still doing the business even as a 42 or a 43 year old you see nobody controls your destiny but what you need to do is that you need to take that your destiny into your own hands and ensure that you are not the one that is sabotaging it yourself and ensure that you are not the one that is sabotaging it yourself that's exactly what nancy lopez did look she took it into her own hands and said hey i'm going to show you guys came up with a good strategy and a plan was solid mentally and of course she had the physical qualities to back it up first lesson guys from nancy lopez nobody controls your destiny but you number two lesson guys that i want you to learn from her is learn to segment your emotions learn to segment your emotions this was one lesson that i was super happy to share you know you see one of the things that you would learn when it comes to mental performance is your ability as an athlete in certain situations to determine how you are going to react so for example one of the things that i tried to do more of this year you know was to be intentional in the way that i appear you know so there are a lot of people used to say things like you know so you always keep a straight face you always have a straight face and all of that and it's not because i'm upset it's not because i'm angry or because anything is going on you know i just get lost in thought and my face is just straight so i had to make it an intention that i'm going to be particular 
about how my facial expression is so that people don't think this and that. So I was reading about Nancy. So there was a golf tournament that she was going for, you know, um, while she was in university, I believe. And she had just had this huge argument with her boyfriend, you know, so I can't remember if it was a coach or one of her family members that went to pick her, you know, and she comes down the stairs of the house. She was literally crying and bawling her eyes out, you know, so obviously her boyfriend had done something to her. She was really upset all the way car ride to the tournament. She was absolutely crying. And the minute she stepped on the greens, the minute it was time to play, it was more or less like boom. A switch just went off. She literally, literally changed completely from the girl who was just crying in the car. She goes to that tournament, absolutely smashes it. Can't remember if she won. I think she won that tournament. Absolutely smashes it. She comes off the greens, gets back into the car. And guess what she starts doing? She starts crying again. Remembering, of course, what her boyfriend has done. You see, this is one key part of mental performance. The ability of you as an athlete to segment your emotions in certain places. For example, as an athlete, you can be angry before a game, before a race. You can be upset. You can be mad. You can be livid before a game. But you tell yourself that, hey, look, you see, all of these are emotions that I can use outside of my performance. You know, so when I'm not performing, yes, I can be angry. Yes, I can be upset. Yes, I can be livid. But you see, the minute I step on the track, the minute I step on the court, the minute I step on the pitch, guess what? I'm going to forget about all of those emotions because I need to focus on what I'm currently doing. And of course, um, um, I was watching a video that uh, Brian Kane did. So Brian Kane is, you know, legendary mental performance coach, right? And someone I've been trying to get on the podcast. I'm sure we're going to make it happen. You know, and I was sharing an example with one of the athletes that he works with in baseball. And what this guy does literally is that he identifies all his emotions and the things that are leading to those emotions when he's performing. And he tells himself that, hey, look, the minute I get to the mound, so the mound in baseball is either where you pitch the ball from or you have the other side, which is the batter side where the batter hits the ball. I need to let go of those negative emotions the minute I step on that mound. So more or less like they've created a boundary, you know, so just like for me now. If I was going to create a boundary between the outside world and my house. So it doesn't matter anything that's happening outside. It doesn't matter anything that has happened in the office, when I've gone out, whatever it is. The minute I get to the door of my house and I step in, that is a boundary. That is a segment that I cannot carry anything negative into. So it means that everything that I carry into the house, once I cross that door, has to be positive. And I have to be intentional about it. You see, this is a key lesson, guys. Because what you would see with a lot of athletes is that they're never able to segment. You know, so the emotion that they've been going through throughout the day, they're going to take it when they want to perform. Uh, Whatever it is that they feel, maybe something happened during the game, they are going to take it with them all through the performance. And, And that's when you see things like commentators saying, we just don't know what happened to him today. He's usually not this flustered. He's usually not in this state. You see, that's an athlete who has not learned to segment their emotions. If Nancy Lopez could be preparing for a tournament, got bad news from her boyfriend, she was bawling her eyes out, gets to the green, stops crying, focuses on the game, smashes it out, finishes the game, comes back again, and absolutely starts crying. Of course, you see that, um, what's his name? Um, Khabib Nurmagomedov, he did the same thing as well in his final fight in the UFC where you know, his dad had died due to COVID complications and all of that. And 
control those emotions in preparation and for the fight with Justin Gaethje. The minute the fight was done, guess what? Nails in the center of the ring and he just lets all those emotions out. Second lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Nancy Lopez. Learn to segment your emotions. Learn to segment your emotions. And the final lesson, guys, is learn how to win and accept defeat. Learn how to win and accept defeat. Have you ever heard this statement? You know, when an athlete was being talked about and when they say, oh, he's a sore loser. He doesn't know how to lose. He doesn't know how to accept defeat. You know, once things are not going his or her way, you know, they absolutely lose control and things like that. You see, there's no athlete. I've said this before on this podcast. There's no athlete who has never suffered defeat. You know, so yes, you might look at those boxers who have 50 and 0 records like your Mayweathers and all of that. But guess what? Floyd Mayweather went to the Olympic Games and guess what? He got bronze. He had suffered losses over the course of his career but because he had learned how to lose he had also learned how to win so you see athletes who will say oh no no i only want to learn how to win oh you know i don't want to have anything to do with losing i don't want to have a loser's mentality you know i I don't want to hear defeat and all of that now i like that mentality from the mental perspective alone but you see what it does is that it doesn't prepare you for the situations where losses in whatever form defeat in whatever form happens and you are not able to accept it you're not able to deal with it and of course this is exactly what happened to prince nasim hamed so he was a featherweight boxer back in the i don't know if you remember the guy very flashy guy you know and all of that and he was this invincible boxer but then he went and fought uh, marco antonio barrera so uh, this guy from uh, was it from Argentina which country and of course he loses that fight his first professional defeat you can google it just google it Prince Nassim Ahmed and that was one defeat that he could not handle he fought one more time after that fight and he retired and of course after I mean he just he went into depression and, and all of that he couldn't handle the fact that he lost similar thing happened to Ronda Rousey when she lost to Holly Holm she felt like look my life as a mixed martial arts fighter is over this is what I've been known for. The dominant champion that I was. Now that I've lost the belt, I've literally lost everything. You know, and of course, she also had suicidal thoughts, depression, and all of that. You see, as an athlete, it is important, guys, to learn how to win and to learn how to lose. To learn how to win and to learn how to lose at the same time. It is super important and I cannot overemphasize how much it means for you to learn this very early. These are the three lessons, guys, that I want you to learn from Nancy Lopez. Athlete Man Show, episode 661. Nobody controls your destiny but you. Learn to segment your emotions and learn how to win and accept defeat. Learn how to win and accept defeat defeat head over to the website guys athletemaestro.com you check out all the free and paid resources that we have all of this is geared to helping you master guys master the mental and physical aspects of the game so you break those limitations that you have and also understand that sports is a business athletemaestro.com if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review I don't know what you're waiting for. You know, that would be an absolute way 
um, to give us feedback on the podcast, what you're learning, how it's like for you. And of course, when other athletes find the podcast, they know that this is a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their goals in sports. And of course, they'll tune in and they would subscribe just like you. And of course, when you subscribe, episodes get automatically downloaded to your device of choice. So even when you forget, you get notifications and things like that. And of course, like I said at the beginning, you want to get goal setting master so that you learn how to set proper goals as an athlete. Athletemaestro.com forward slash goal setting mastery. Athletemaestro.com forward slash goal setting mastery. If you have any questions whatsoever, send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com. Tola at athletemaestro.com. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing is not enough, you must apply willing. It's not enough. You must do. I want you to go out there, learn all the lessons you can from a legend in Nancy Lopez. I want you to go out there. I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.